Thanks for tuning in to the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. On today's show, we get into the news from around the league, recap waivers, catch you up on last week, try and predict week six. This is the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. Well, I am happy to be here, and what a week it was. If you're wondering why I'm so happy... Uh, it's because I finally won a game. I am no longer the only winless team in the league. I beat Travis, and you know what? I'm sorry, but I got, I got to do it. This has been me the past couple of days. This is the sound of me winning, and the sound of Travis losing. Okay, all right. Enough of that gloating. We're not going to gloat anymore. It's on to week six. Um, But yes, I finally beat Travis. It came down to the Monday night game. It came down to who was going to score more, Mark Ingram or Alvin Kamara. Um, What I thought was going to happen is what happened. I thought that they're going to hold Alvin Kamara and they're just going to run Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's not long-term on that deal. Alvin Kamara is the future of that team. Um, Why wouldn't they just feed him the ball, especially if they don't need him? I think he had like three points. Um, all the goal line work went to Mark Ingram. He scored two touchdowns and it wasn't a bad week for me at all. So Travis had a a really, really down week and it was because a lot of his players went, um, Oh, for, or, or really, really bad. And, um, if I were Travis, I would be concerned. And here's why. Travis is going to say, well, I have the best team, blah, 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 whatever. But looking at his scores from last week. So he had Devontae Freeman, who had three points. Devontae Freeman started week one, came in, got four points, got injured, and then had three points last week. Um, What happens if Devontae Freeman has another down week? What do you do with him? You got to stash him on your bench, but you'd be in the same situation that I'm in with Dalvin Cook where you can't trade him. No one wants him because everyone's going to look at his recent scores and see that he might not be the best player. So your only alternative is to put him on your bench and hopefully he has a huge week and gets back into it. Also, Alshon Jeffrey did the same thing. He's coming off an injury, came back. He had a big week last week, but this week he was really bad. I think he was two for eight targets, and the one play in particular that was particularly terrible was a third down, really mattered for Philadelphia and, and when they needed it, and like the ball hit him in the chest and bounced right off him. So it wasn't like he wasn't getting targets, or there's a new quarterback not looking his way. It's just he wasn't catching the ball for whatever reason. And looking at Travis's team, he has a lot up in the air. Doug Baldwin hasn't played. Jordan Howard averaging eight points a game. That's not what you want from your from your one and two running backs. You want more to collectively they're averaging nine point four yards a game. From your one and two running backs, you want 30, 35 points, which is why AJ's dominating because his running backs are going off. You know, he has Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski, but I feel like Rob Gronkowski is the tight end that you want on your team if you're secure. I have him in my other league that I'm one in four. So it's just going to be interesting to watch to see what happens with his team. Uh, I don't mean to particularly bash Travis. It's not like there are other teams out there that have no issues at all. But it was just interesting looking at what happened between us during the week. We actually watched 
football together on Sunday and Monday night. And, uh, yeah, I beat him by almost 30 points, 28 points. Okay, let's uh, see what's happening in the fantasy world. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Uh, Jamar Charles was signed by the Jags. Uh, Leonard Fournette is going to be out through week nine, and TJ Yeldon is to maintain most of the work. Um, I'm not going out and picking up Jamal Charles just because I have better options at running back, um, but I think someone put in a waiver bid for him. Adrian Peterson strained his shoulder and is looking for a second opinion. I think we were all watching that Monday night game where he took that huge hard hit. The good news is that was like in the first quarter, and he came back and played the whole game and actually did okay, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, he did not do okay. He only had three points. So that um, will be a little concerning. Greg Olson practiced today, um, which is good news. He's been saying that he's coming back from his injury. Uh, O.J. Howard practiced today as well. He was wearing a knee brace. Uh, Lamar Miller says he's expected to play for week six. Evan Ingram is out for week six, tight end for the Giants. Uh, T.Y. Hilton mispracticed again. This is good news for me and bad news for A.J. If T.Y.'s out again this week, um, that's a big point uh, getter that's not on A.J.'s team. Isaiah Crowell did not practice today. Um, Eric Ebron was held out of practice with four injuries. And Brandis Cook, Brandon Cooks was at practice, but it was just walkthroughs. Um, but Sean McVay was optimistic about his status for starting in week six. Here are the scores from last week. Last week, I beat Travis 99 to 71. Travis is now... Two and three, I am one and four. Scott lost to Hans. Scott's two and three. Hans is four and one. Uh, the score was 106 to 67. I think Scott, no, he doesn't get the low score of the week. Mom lost to AJ. AJ 116, Mom 95. AJ is the only undefeated team left, five and oh, to Mom's two and three. Tyler dropped another one, that's four in a row for T-Bone. Uh, 110 to Matt Bolton to 89 to Tyler's. Not a bad score, but it's not going to get it done. And Brandon beat Uncle Johnny. Uncle Johnny's now 1 and 4 as well. Uh, 80 to 64. So let's take a minute and look at our standings here. I spend a good amount of time on our standings um, trying to figure out how I'm going to make the playoffs. Okay. So we're in two divisions and. The top three teams, I believe, will make the playoffs in each division. So that means that the bottom two teams are going to go into the loser bracket uh, to compete for the toilet bowl. So I'm in the East division. We have Matt Bolton, Hans, Scott, me, and Tyler. So Tyler's in last place in our division because the tiebreakers is total points scored. So Tyler's only scored 440 points. I've scored 484 that puts me ahead. Um, fun fact, Hans is 4-1. No, that's wrong stats. I'm sorry. I've scored 428. Tyler scored 404. So if you look at our division, it's pretty well stacked for the points for against. In the West, um, you have 
AJ, Brandon, Travis, Mom, and Uncle Johnny. Uh, Uncle Johnny's sitting at the bottom at one and four, and uh, right now Travis is locked in on a playoff spot, and he's in the third spot because he's outscored Mom by 35 points. So um, when you're looking about playoffs, when we're getting closer to time, you need to be in those top three spots or you're not going to be in the playoffs. You're going to be in the loser playoffs. So depending, I mean, it really looks like since Hans and Matt are the teams to beat in our division that me, Scott, and Tyler are kind of a drag out race. They're both four and one and uh, I'm only half a game or a game out of the playoffs with Scott. Let's see what happened on waiver day. So putting in four-year waivers, it was a very active waiver day, and we actually broke our record for the highest bid so far. Um, so with the news that JHI went out, uh, it was a mad dash to waivers. JHI, I think, is out for the season with ACL tear. It was a mad dash to the waivers to see who was going to get him. Um, we'll start at the bottom with the lowest bid and see who, see who picked him up. I put in a bit of $3 for Wendell Smallwood. I was not successful. Scott put in a bit of $4 for Wendell Smallwood. He was not successful. Brandon put in a bit of $6 for Wendell Smallwood. He was not successful. The winning bid was $21 to Travis for Wendell Smallwood. I think Wendell Smallwood is the clear fantasy back in Philadelphia. Maybe Corey Kement might be a better back, but... I think Wendell Smallwood will score more fantasy points. And uh, a lot of people agreed with me. So going down the list. Uh, and I mean, $21, Travis, that's perfect. That's what you need to do. When Don't be cheap with your bids. When you really need a player, you really want a player with Travis who is having problems at running backs. If Wendell Smallwood goes off, Travis wants him. And that's why he was willing to spend $20 you know, reflectively a fifth or maybe even a fourth of the uh, fab budget that he had left because he really wanted Wendell Smallwood on his team. If you want a player on your team, that's the kind of bid that you're going to have to go through to get him. Uh, Matt put in a bid of $15 and one Corey Clement. Uh, who else? Looks like Uncle Johnny put in a bid of $2 and didn't get Corey Clement. Um... Brandon added Alfred Blue with a winning bid of $8. I think he was uncontested on that. Scott added Tyler Lockett and dropped Larry Fitzgerald to waivers. I was listening to Larry, about Larry Fitzgerald on waivers um, from a few people around the NFL. I don't think he'd be worth picking up. Um, if you have a ton of room on your bench, it wouldn't be a bad idea because he is sitting there on the waiver wire. He's essentially free. It was like a fourth-round draft pick by me. But, uh, yeah, I wanted, I'm not getting him. Uh, Travis added Quincy Anuma and dropped J.O.J. to waivers. That's interesting. Now, if you have an empty IR spot and you think that J.O.J. could come back and uh, be a good player, I think they said he's for sure out for the season, though. Um, you could go pick up J.O.J. and put him on your IR spot. The only difference is you'd have to drop one of your players to do it. So you'd have to drop a player, add J.O.J., put him in your IR, and then add another, and then add that player back. Um, looks like Travis tried to add Tyler Lockett and got beat by $1 by Scott. Nice, Scott. That was a good pickup. AJ added Andrew Luck for a bit of $5. Uh, Brandon tried to get him for $1 and couldn't pick him up. 
I added Graham Gano for $4 and beat out Brandon for a bit of $0. Um, Travis added Robbie Anderson for $2 and dropped Blake Bortles to waivers. Uh, Brandon added the Vikings defense and dropped the Broncos defense for $2. And he also added Jamal Charles for $1, who I don't think will be a fantasy-relevant player. But uh, we can try and hope. Okay, let's uh, get into this week's matchups. Rhodes, where we're going, we don't need Rhodes. So I'm taking on AJ. AJ's five and zero. I'm one and four. The um, line on this has AJ winning by thirteen points. No, I'm sorry. I'm projected at thirteen points more, but that's because AJ hasn't put um, Andrew Luck into his quarterback spot. If we look at what Andrew Luck is projected to get, sixteen points uh, playing the Jets, then it has AJ winning by three points um but if anyone has consistently ignored the projections it has been aj this year because he has consistently outscored his projections um looking at aj's team uh, he's got nelson aguilar is that's a player i really don't like he's not he's projected at six points he's averaging five five yards a game um if i were aj T.Y. Hilton is already listed as doubtful now. That changed from questionable to doubtful. That's This is the problem with A.J.'s team is he has no depth. He picked up another quarterback, so now he has three quarterbacks. He has Marcus Mariota and Andrew Luck. Uh, he has no depth at players, so when he comes out, when T.Y. Hilton comes out, now he, he has to make a tough choice and put Nelson Aguilar in. So Todd Gurley is projected at 17 points, and I'm going to go ahead and say that that is at Denver. Mom winning this by five. She's projected 86. Tyler's projected 81. Uh, Tyler's thrown Greg Zerline into his roster. Greg the leg, who was out before, but uh, maybe Tyler heard something I didn't. He's listed as doubtful. Um, Tyler's Vance McDonald again. Uh, he doesn't want to trade me for a tight end. So Vance McDonald will be Tyler's... Fans had that one great game, that one lights out stiff arm, and then that was it. 17 points, and then the rest. So he scored one game with 17 points, and then here are the rest of his stat line. Zero, two, four, zero. Pretty sure at tight end, you cannot count on Vance McDonald doing the no Vance dance over here. Um, I don't think Vance Donald will get four points. So that's a player who's going to underscore someone who... Could outscore his projections. Will probably be Saquon Barkley at Philly. Um, Saquon has consistently been a top-tier running back. He is currently number five on the year. Uh, his game log has looked pretty good. 18, 10, 17, 15, 24. So he had a great game last week. Uh, he'll probably The Giants will look to build on that. That being said, I think he caught a touchdown pass from Odell Beckham Jr., that would have been an interesting thing if um, he was playing Mom that week because it would have both scored him points. Looking over at Mom's team, um, Adrian Peterson is questionable. Uh, projected at 10 points, but he came out of the game. If his shoulder tear is significant enough, then I would be hesitant to start him. Um, I don't think he'll get 10 points at Carolina this week. 
Um, Corey Davis, Baltimore, Jordan Reed, Joe Mixon. Is Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon's back. Chris Boswell, Eagles defense. Mom's player who's going to outscore the projections. Going with Kareem Hunt against New England. I think that that's going to be a shootout. New England's defense is not very good. People have run up high scores on them. That's going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's a Sunday night game. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, let's see who's next. Matt Bolton versus Brandon. Um, Matt's had a great team so far. Hopefully Brandon, because he's not in my division, can come in and deliver him a loss. That would be great for me. The line on this is 77 to 76, so pretty evenly matched. These projections are low. Everyone's been outscoring them. Um, Ezekiel Elliott at Jacksonville. That's not a great matchup for him. Um, we'll see what Jacksonville does. I'm going. I'm calling that that Ezekiel Elliott will not score 13 points. And someone who's going to outscore, I think, Jimmy Graham. I think they want to use Jimmy Graham in the offense a lot more. Um, Sam Fran has not been good against the tight ends thus far. So Jimmy Graham will outscore his seven points. Brandon's team, he's got Derek Carr. How'd that work out for you last week, buddy? Uh, I was talking to Brandon over the phone. I said, hey, I'll give you this. And he ended up doing a stupid trade where he could have had Deshaun Watson. Brandon instead chose to go with Derek Carr, who had a great 12 points last game. Um, I think he still, he still won last week, but um, next time listen to me, dummy, and take my trade. Uh, Derek Carr projected at 13 points. He'll probably outscore that at Seattle. Seattle, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll probably outscore that if he gets a couple touchdowns. That'll be that. Um, James Conner at Cincinnati at 15 points. I think Connor's going down, and, and Le'Veon Bell's coming back after training camp, so I don't think James Connor's getting 15 points. Uh, Brandon, come through with a victory. Knock Matt off. That'll, uh, that'll help me out a lot. Uh, next is Hans versus Uncle Johnny. This game... Hans needs to do some adjustments to his lineup because Golden Tate's on a bye and his kicker is on a bye. Um, Uncle Johnny's lineup is set. It's projected him at 77. With Hans's unset lineup, it projects him at 70. So he'll probably, once he puts some players in his spot, uh, Mike Evans will go in. So that's 11 points. And he's got to get a kicker off waivers. So that's another five, six points. Um, he'll be projected to win. Mike Evans is projected 11 points at Atlanta. I'm going to say he's going to outscore that. Atlanta defense is terrible. And uh, and they've been giving up a lot of points. Someone who's going to under underwhelm. I think we'll, Eric Ebron, he's dealing with a lot of injuries. Who knows if he'll even play. Um, looking over at Uncle Johnny's team, he's got... Kirk Cousins at Arizona at 17 points. I'm calling Minnesota to lose this one. I don't think Kirk Cousins is a legit quarterback. Um, yeah, Kirk Cousins not scoring 17 points. Uh, A.J. Green only at 11 at Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh has had a couple shootout showdowns before. I think A.J. Green will outscore that 11 points. Neither of these guys are in my division. So, Oh, no, Hans is. So, Uncle Johnny, step up. 
If not, then uh, you're going to be tied with T-Bone for, you guys will both be one and five. That will not be good. I'm not going to be one and five. I'm going to knock uh, AJ off this week's. And last, we have Travis versus Scott. Uh, they are both two and three. Let's see what the line is. Uh, Scott's projected to be 75. Travis is projected to be 85. So Travis is 80 or 10 points ahead of Scott at this point. Uh, Devontae Freeman, I'm going to say he's going to have another down week. And uh, Travis is going to have some questions to do with what to do with him. Uh, he's projected at 10 points. I don't see that happening. I also don't see Jamin Swinston getting 18 points. Uh Unless unless something changes. I know he's streams of the week all over the place. People are saying he's off, set to have a good game, but I don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, someone who's going to outscore. Antonio Brown, obviously, he's only projected at 12 points, but Cincinnati, they've got a lot of gunslingers out there, and uh, so Antonio Brown will probably outscore that. Uh, Scott, he has Cam Newton, only projected at 15 points or 18 points. I would say that he's going to outscore that. He could probably get into the 20s. Um, Alfred Morris and Philip Lindsley Julio and Tyler Lockett. George Quiddle is questionable. Someone who won't score what they're projected. I don't know, Scott. You have really low projections. So hopefully everyone outscores. <laughs> but uh, I'll be rooting for Travis in this because he's not in my division. If I pull out a win then I'm tied with Scott, depending on our point value. So, um, Travis, get your team together, and uh, your, your boys have the potential to be good. Give them a good pregame speech and send them out onto the field. Okay, guys, that's it. Uh, we don't have a question this week. Uh, I wonder whose fault that is. Um, you can find my podcast on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, Fantasy Rookie Podcast. You can submit your questions to the Fantasy Rookie Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and it could be anything. You could ask me if ketchup belongs in the fridge, and I'll tell you whether ketchup belongs in the fridge or if it belongs in the pantry. Uh, it doesn't have to be football related, but um, if you want a football advice too, you could ask me because I've been pretty consistently right with everyone so far. All right, guys, good luck this week. Uh, talk to you later. See you next week.